してないんだね。One, two, one, two. Y'all know what it is, man. Y'all like that with Panther Politics Podcast. I am your host with the least. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Seven to Panther. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to take this off so y'all can see where we're. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my sponsor, Pretty Kings, the whole Hawaii. How y'all doing? Today is going to be dope. Because normally I talk to artists about all of their shit. And,、uh, <laughs> <laughs> but today, I actually get to talk about some of my shit. So, you know, but I'm honored to have my videographer slash photographer slash manager slash <laughs> Gabriel Durden in the building. What's going on, brother? That's good. That's good. <laughs> So,、uh, I'm gonna ask a weird question.、Uh, What is it like managing a weirdo like Seven to Panther? <laughs>、um, it keeps things interesting day to day. <laughs>、um, the, the, so, we actually called our calendar that we share together the crazy calendar. Indeed. <laughs> yes. Indeed. It just keeps it wild.、Um, But yeah, I mean, I've worked with artists in the past, and you know, some of them were dope,、um, you know, and they've moved on to, to, to great things.、Um, but you can tell when an artist has a passion for their craft,、Absolutely. not just for the music, for their craft. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and that's something that a lot of artists these days don't have. Um, you know, they, they want to make the music, they can make great music, but they're not trying to perfect their music or their craft in creating. Right. And that's, that's something that、um, is very hard to find.、Um, and that's why I was like, okay, like anything you need. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Now, I know we, we, we said we were, what we were going to talk about specifically, and I do want to talk about that because I don't tour much. I do a lot of shows, but as far as like doing an actual tour of my own, I haven't had done a tour of my own in probably three years at this point. So, the Shooting Stars 2 experience. Yeah. First of all, the album, if you haven't heard Shooting Stars 2, you're, you're cheating yourself, I promise.、Um, but we took the opportunity to make the show about more than just the music, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? It's really about creating an experience. So, like, when you first heard the album, what was your. What was your initial take on that? Oh, well. <laughs> so, and I, I texted it to you, so it's on record.、Um, Shooting Stars 2 is my favorite album of yours.、Um, it, in my eyes, it is the best album of the year.、Um, and I'm not saying. The best album of the year that you did, or the best album, <laughs> that one, the only one,、um, or even just the best album of the year with independent artists. Like,、um, there, anybody that isn't putting that in the running for the best album of the year didn't listen to the album because the Every track, the way it flows into each other, like just, just I, and I know the amount of time that you put into、no、to that album.、Um, so I know a lot of the behind the scenes with it.、Um, and maybe that's why you know, I have even more of a respect for it. But、um, even just like the track listing, the way everything was so methodically、um, put into its place, 
for every emotion that each track sparks. Oh, yeah. um, the mindset that you were in with each track, um, you know, the, the, the features that you have, um, even, you know, just the roller coaster of the album, you know, you, you where you always have your, your, um, you know, your rises and your dips. Um, that, that's hard to do for people. That's oh, hard to do yes. for artists. And if they're not considering that, they're not perfecting their craft. No doubt. <laughs> so, and the, it, it, it was the perfect roller coaster. Um, and it was one of those things where, you know, because I, I always have a, a process that I follow with any album that I listen to, but specifically with your albums, where I listen to it once, I don't go like deep into the lyrics, pause. Um, <laughs> but um, I just listen to it once just to get a general feel for the album itself. No doubt. Um, and then I'll go back in and really start to dissect, you know, everything that's going on, the lyrics, um, you know, uh, you know, the, the, the one-liners that you throw in, like, you know, I make sure that, that I'm really, um, dissecting the, the, the lyrics the first time. Cause it, like first and foremost, um, you know, I'm, I'm a lyricist. No doubt. So, Absolutely. Um, that's always my, my number one focus. Cause that's like, to me, that's how you spark the emotion. Like, you know, the producer that does the beat. Oh, yeah. They're putting their emotion in the beat. Right. The lyrics are where your emotions coming through. You can take that and you can tell the producer, yo, like, this is what I'm looking for. Or, you know, they might have sent you a hundred beats, but you were like, and this is the one that I want for yep. this track because it has that emotion that I'm looking for. Yes. Shout out Trust One. Absolutely. You Trust Animal, you bro. You killed that, bro. Goodness. Killed it. Um, Thank you. But... <laughs> Yeah, so that, that, the lyrics are the first thing that I go to, but then I'll go back and listen to it again and see how it's, you know, lining up with the beat. And that's where I really look at all the different tracks and how they're flowing in together. Yes. And so, like, I, I'm not comfortable, like, and I, I told you this on your last, I think, five albums, that I'm not, <laughs> like, I'll tell you that I've listened to it and I'll be like, yo, it's dope. But give me three more days to listen to it five more times and then I'll be comfortable giving you like my opinion on it. No doubt. No doubt. Um, Shit, that's dope though. Yeah, <laughs> Most so, people don't take that kind of time to listen to music. Yeah, like and so, but yeah, I, I have to go through and I mean, at this point, especially with the tour and having to set up the video, I, 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 I've probably listened to the album 75 to 100 times. Yeah, I'm not too far behind you on that one. And I, I, I try, and I, the funny thing is, I I make a conscious effort not to listen to myself. Like I, and I don't. It, I feel bad saying that, but I do make a conscious effort not to listen to myself. But then there's times I'm riding in the car, and something will happen, and it'll make me think about a song on the album. Yeah. And I'll go play that song, and I just let it ride. And then it'll loop back around because I usually keep my Spotify on repeat for whatever project I'm listening to. Because a lot of times I listen to an album over and over and over and just be like, to make sure I didn't miss something. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, man, album of the year, that's dope. I mean, KD3, you came out too late. You didn't come out to this. And, um, and honestly, K, KD3, <laughs> and so that came out and I, like that, 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 that's been spending nonstop in yes. my life. So, um, yeah, and that's, that shit is, ooh. Man. Not, not, it's always a killer. Um, but yeah, like 
and honestly, that, that that that's the perfect way to look at it, though. Like, there have been a bunch of people that have dropped this year. Oh yeah, and Absolutely. some of them have been been cool. Some of them have been dope, and some of them have been like it wasn't what I was expecting, or yo, that's just just trash. <laughs> um, but when you're talking about album of the year, and like honestly, you need to be put into that category, and with 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 him being in that category as well. And him, you know, uh, you know, Nas meaning to you what what he what he means to you, like that, like. Uh, but yeah, it's it's crazy, and that's why I'm stumbling because like it's it's hard to articulate how how good that album is. Like, you really have to go through and actually examine the album. You can't just listen to it. Like, all you people that are disagreeing with me right now, you listened to it, but you didn't hear it. Yeah. Absolutely. So, don't don't even get me started. Uh, but yeah, if you actually go in and examine the album, it yeah. Don't ask me that question. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. So we we did the actually did the first show of the tour right here in Tacoma at Parable, and I, I shout out to Parable, y'all are awesome ladies. I love your uh, your establishment, the books, the the vinyl, the candles, like everything. It's a perfect spot. Yeah. Um, it wasn't necessarily the perfect spot for the show, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> but um, we did do it there. And I mean, and, and the thing that makes the Shooting Stars to experience an experience is not just the rapping and performing. It's, it's the accompaniment that goes with that. Mm-hmm. And we weren't able to do that in the first show because um, we were having projected issues. Shout out to my man Watch Your Tone, too. There's going to be a lot of shout outs. Uh, shout out to one man watching someone for letting me use a projector. I promise you, I'm gonna get it back. So it's in my trunk. Right you now. still ain't returning. I still ain't returning. <laughs> he needs to get off the north end of town. Which I hate oh, going over there. there. <laughs> I hate going over there. So I mean, like, <laughs> when putting the video together that that accompanies, like, and I feel like a dick because I still haven't seen it. <laughs> well, I mean, you're kind of busy when it's planned. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm kind of doing something, so I didn't get to see it. But like, so. You've had an opportunity to see it like in full, full mm-hmm. blown. Because the second show in Portland at Page Street, oh man, yeah, it, I love that night. Oh that yeah, was awesome. everybody went nuts on it. Yes, yeah. shout out Clue, shout out No C, oh man, shout out Takeover Music Collective. Yeah, Thank y'all so much, man. Goodness, that night was awesome. So like when you watched it, was it like what you? What you thought it was gonna be was it greater than your expectation? Like, what was the what was the take? Because I mean, like everybody else is like, "Oh, it was amazing!" Like, oh yeah, no, it was like. So I, I, I mean, I'm a perfectionist, so okay. I'm always going to examine it to make it better. No doubt. Um, but you know, and even the the first show, not having the video, I did have the video playing on my screen. So uh, I was able to see it the first time. No doubt. So okay. I was able okay. to go in and say, okay, like we need to slow this down a little bit. We need right. to, you know, speed this up. This clip is going to work better at this bar um, and make a couple little adjustments myself. No doubt. Um, so that, that was good. Um, but the second time, yeah, like it was flawless. Like every note that you and I discussed going from Tacoma to Portland was executed was executed flawlessly. Yeah, I felt so, more comfortable with the words, like the the words of the song. I felt yeah. way more comfortable the second time. Well, that's <laughs> like when you're talking about you know not listening to yourself, and that's another reason why I've heard the album almost a hundred times is because on our way to a show, 
we're probably going through the entire album twice at least yes. just you know ramping up to make sure okay like this is where we need to do this, this is where we need to do this and making sure that we have everything solid um so yeah i like i yeah I, I was very very pleased with how it with how it went off um the the fact that i'm always examining of course there there's things that i'm going to nitpick myself just to be like okay this can be extended an extra two seconds and cut this one off um you know, and then this can be placed over here, and there's still a little couple of tweaks that I'm making, um, but the overall success of it, because I know who I am, I have to base the success off of the people in the crowd. No doubt. No, um, so the fact that they loved it, and, and I mean, we we heard it all night after the show, and. Um, so even the next day. Yeah, the next day going to the Cypher Saturdays. <laughs> Shout out Cypher Saturday. Shout no out Page Street. Um, no doubt. A Revolution. Yeah. Dude, Willie, what up, y'all? Uh, I got to get them on into it. So. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, going in and it, seeing that everybody loved it, that like that means a lot. That means that we got something good going. No doubt. Um, but yeah, being able to to make those little tweaks is necessary, one, to make sure that we're constantly trying to perfect the craft, but then also it changes the show. Absolutely, yes, yes, hell yeah. It changes not only how we execute it, but also how the people that are watching get to engage with it. Absolutely. So I think the, the uh, it was times when I was rapping in Portland, when I was looking at people and I was like, why aren't you looking at me? And then I remembered that the screen was going behind me, and I was like, oh, I know what you're looking at. I know what you're looking at. It's cool. You don't have to watch me. I'm not going to break dance or nothing. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, just you take what you get. But um, now that was, uh, I, altogether, the show was probably, like, if I take all of my yapping in between tracks out of it, you know what I'm saying? We're we looking at about a 40-minute, yeah. solid 40-minute set. Yeah. Um, most independent artists that do shows do 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes tops. Mm -hmm. Um, how, like, I, I don't, I only get to do it. I don't get to observe it. So, like, at any point, does it seem to, like, lose steam in the course of 40 minutes, or is it just, is it just kind of... No, it doesn't, and that's, that's another reason why the album is so perfect, because everything that I was talking about, you know, as I, if a roller coaster is 30 seconds long, people are like, where's the rest? Absolutely. Even if a roller coaster is going five minutes, if it's a good roller coaster, people are good with it being a long ass roller coaster. Sure, we do. So, and that's what I'm saying. Like the album itself is set up so perfectly that, you know, just as you start getting to that point where it's like, okay, like we need a change up, that's where the change, the up, change up happens. Yeah, and exactly. it's, so it, it reels people back in with every track. No doubt. And. I had to keep that in all in my mind at all times when I was constructing the video, Thanks. because I had to I had to set it up to where each one like each exit and entrance made uh, sense, um, but then also working in the Omar clips, yes. um, taking in um, the emotion behind the tracks and making sure that the overall arc of each video mm. fit that. Well, from my understanding, you killed it. Like I, like I said, I haven't seen it, but from <laughs> what I understand, you killed it. Like, <laughs> like that's, I just, I came to a realization 
today is Sunday. So I came to that realization probably Thursday or Friday. I always say, you know, Omar was the inspiration for the album. That's the reason why all the interludes are Omar. Then I was like, you know what? This album is basically an episode of The Wire. That's basically what it is. Mm -hmm. Like, and I, I, that wasn't my plan when I went into it. <laughs> yeah. But as I listened to it, I'm like, yo, that's basically what this is. Because like, normally the setup for The Wire is, you know, they, they'll do the little, uh, the little intro, and then there's a the black screen with the quote on it from somebody in the episode, and then the theme song, and then you know, the first scene is usually something that's. Um, it's gonna be integral later. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But right now you don't really understand why it's yeah, happening. Yeah, you got the lead in. Right. So like blackouts is like that. Like it's just like I'm just rapping. Like you have no idea what's about to happen after this. Because if this is what you're basing the rest of the album on, you're yeah. completely wrong. But so it's kinda of like an episode of the Wire. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I never realized that until just the other day. I was like, ah, oh, I didn't know I did that. This is crazy. And on that's why I really liked that we did the Blackout music video yes. and that is the first track because it leads in on the video mm -hmm. and people are like okay and like you know maybe they've seen the video before maybe they haven't it's a dope video but that still doesn't give them what this is yet nah not at all <laughs> not even close <laughs> no <laughs> so and then all of a sudden it gets into the rest of the album and that's where the visuals actually start coming out and um, with the very first scene of the second track, I'm not gonna say what it is, but you know what I'm talking about with the yes, that is like, well, what the fuck's that? Is? Yeah, what's happening right now? <laughs> and what are they doing? Yeah, and then you start to see it build, and that yeah, and it really starts to um, show you what this is gonna be, and because it's such an upbeat track, oh yeah, and I mean that's a banger, so. Oh, I'm just hearing it in my head. Exactly, right? yeah, me too. Um, and with that, um, it, it's a punch in the face. Like, Blackout is a dope track. Yes. And they get that. And they get to enjoy the track, and they get to enjoy the video, and it's cool. And it works very well together. But then the second track comes in, and it's just a punch to the face, and then it's like, oh, this is going to be something different. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Oh shit! That might be my favorite song. I don't know. What I think of. I don't know. Like it's hard for me to. That's pick. The, it goes back and forth for me. Like it, it, it. It's definitely one of my favorite tracks that you've ever done. But the thing is, yes. there's three or four tracks on that album that are so good that like they all vie for for number one. Like there are a couple key tracks um, out of your discography that that definitely rival them. And, and I mean, it, it's it's another celebration of a, a great artist. Is you know, it, it's like asking somebody what their favorite movie is. <laughs> it's like you know, it, it depends on how I feel. Yeah, today it's gonna be this. Tomorrow it might be something different. Exactly, like, it just depends on where I wake up at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so it, it's it's hard to say what my favorite track is of yours. Um, but that entire album, like you can take any track from it, and it's it's in the running. No doubt. At least. I, I think the, um, and as we, like, the, the thing I never understood about independent artists is they'll do a project, they'll put out a video, maybe two videos. They don't, they don't release anything else for, like, nine months. Mm -hmm. But in that nine-month span, they don't continue to push that project. They yeah. don't continue to, like, you can still do more videos off of that. Like, regardless of who, who's heard it, with the mass amount of people who listen to hip-hop, there's still a gang of people who haven't heard it. Mm -hmm. So, like, 
Um, just so y'all know, there will be more videos for Shooting Stars 2 coming. Oh, yeah. Um, and then as we do those, then we start uh, uh, finagling, finagling the video a little different. Now it's like, okay, start, start out with Blackout, then you go to this one and this one. Oh, there's a video for this song, so we're going to put that in there. Okay, now we're going back to this. And especially for people like people in TakeOver, who, because who, uh, I know Soul was at the first show and Mojo was at the first show. Yeah. Then all of them were at the second show. For those, so for those who saw the video the first time, as we start adding these different angles in, and then they, they keep seeing it, it's like, that's different. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I, I don't know if anybody asked this question. That's kind of weird. It never happens to me. But, um, okay, I'll put it this way. So, in constructing the video, mm -hmm. and then hearing it in conjunction with the music, was there ever a point where you were like, this shit ain't gonna make sense? This is crazy. <laughs> like, I don't understand. What are we doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, because as I was constructing, like, you know, because like I said, I, I dissected the album at this point. We no didn't doubt. start the tour um, until, what, six months after the album came yeah, out. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so by that point, like, the album is already ingrained in my head. I know the emotion that it sparks in me. Right. And you and I have had discussions about the the meaning behind some of the tracks and um, the meaning behind the album itself. Um, so I knew, you know, to a point, what everything meant to you. Right. Um, but as a knowing what it means to you is integral into um, putting the video together to express your feelings. Oh, but I also need to consider how the album how the album makes other people feel. Right. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And I was gonna say that differently, but just yeah, like I have to I have to take into consideration their emotional response to each track, to each bar. Yeah, for sure. Like they're yeah. like it, it's literally down, like those so there are videos in there that might last, I think the longest one is like 17 seconds. Oh, no doubt. And it, so obviously it expands, you know, like, uh, you know, probably what, three, four bars. Right. Um, but, and so some of those like follow-up, like might not um, completely integrate to the video right. but the thing is that that one bar that inspired that clip is so impactful to the listener that they're still recovering exactly. and you gotta give them that time to recover yes <laughs> and you have a very good way of hitting them with a very impactful bar and you continue to to build on that Oh, While yeah. that emotional response is still going, you're still feed, <clears throat> excuse me, feeding them that same emotion before you move on. And just as they're able to come up. We was broke as the angles on Grand. <coughs> that's exactly. one of my favorite lines of the whole album. Like, <laughs> and that's exactly why I used the clip that I did. I and love that shit. Oh, and man. to be even more specific, I used Grant Hill, but the clip that I used, who broke them? I see the, I didn't even see the clip. Kobe. Kobe. My God. <laughs> I used I, I I specifically went in and looked 
at videos <coughs> of Kobe and Grant. Kobe and oh, Grant. No and I watched five or six of them. And I saw that one. And I, because I remembered it at some point, like he, he broke Grant hard. And I was <laughs> looking for that clip and I was just watching different clips of them. Oh, man. I love and that. then eventually I was like, finally, I found it. And I was like, okay, so I'm pulling that clip and that. <coughs> man, I need something to drink. Um, I feel it. I pulled that clip and that takes us into the new room. No doubt. That's, man. <coughs> Jeez, that's crazy. So I'm, I can't wait to see. Like, I already know we got the footage from Portland. So at yeah. some point, I'm going to, you know, check it out. But um, promoters, club owners, talent buyers, whoever you may be, um, if you're looking for something to shake up what you usually do at your shows, um, let us know. <laughs> we will come and we will rock and we yeah and honestly the the great thing about the shooting stars 2 experience is it doesn't matter if it's playing to a crowd of 500 or 50 like the two shows that we've done we've kept them intentionally intimate exactly because you have a chance to speak to the crowd um in between um different tracks and even the splash screens are set up for the venue like it, it recognizes everything we change the video with every show on the tour yeah. um so everything is integrated into this that one experience in that building at that moment um but yeah so it doesn't matter if you're in a crowd of 500 or or 50 like it you you can get that emotional response from them and being able to speak to them in between the tracks have the splash screen up which has the album cover it has the track list so you're telling them what's coming no doubt but you still but there's still no way of knowing how how bad nah. like, they're gonna get it even so, if you even if you heard the album the reason it's called the shooting stars to experience is listening to music is one thing. Even feeling music is a different thing. But to actually experience music is a whole different situation. And and they were kept small, like you said, so that we could kind of get a good gauge of where everybody was while they were listening. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um I think the the best thing that had the best thing that could have possibly happened was the Portland show and having the openers that we had because that got everybody's heart racing a little. Yeah. So now you're already here. You know, and if you're already here, it's a whole lot easier for me to just meet you here and then take you all the way as opposed to trying to catch you down here and move you up to where I want you to be. Mm -hmm. um, I, even in the Tacoma show, that was the case because Mojo Barnes did an excellent job of setting the show off. Um, man, that's crazy. Boise Idaho was on the list. Uh, we already talked to somebody out there um, about something. Just, it's just a matter of timing at this point. A lot of places, after COVID, a lot of places... Uh, once the shit opened back up, they calendar started filling up quick. Yeah. So that's been that's been a part of the problem. Um, and then even doing this tour was a late idea for me. Like I wasn't gonna do it, and then it was like, eh, maybe I should. I really like the album, and I think other people will too. So, like, where like where is one place that we where we haven't been yet that you would love to go do this show? Um, I definitely want to do an LA show just because. 
you know, I lived in LA for a long time and so I'm kind of biased toward LA. <laughs> um, and, you know, there's a couple of places that like, for selfish reasons, like I, I, I want to do one in Oakland. Um, for sure. You know, uh, I, I want to do one in New York, um, yes. specifically um, for your background. Uh, obviously, we got to do multiple in North Carolina. Yes. Um, we can. Oh, yeah. Um, but the one place that it needs to be done in my head is Baltimore. You're a fucking mind reader, though. <laughs> so, I mean, like, there are, there are certain places, and, and don't get me wrong, like, I'm not saying Baltimore, like, I'm not saying I don't want to do Baltimore. It's just for selfish reasons. Like, there are a couple locations that I definitely want to hit. No doubt. Uh, but Baltimore, to me, is the absolute necessity. Yeah. I, I was thinking this whole time, I was thinking Baltimore and Brooklyn. Because Baltimore, just because of the wire. In Brooklyn, because that's where Michael K. Williams is from. Yeah. Like, I was like, those two places would have the greatest appreciation yeah. for that. Because, uh, I mean, I stayed in Baltimore for a little while, man. And Baltimore niggas love Baltimore. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So, like, they, they love their city. They love their neighborhoods. They love their people. Even the, the criminals. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see it in the wire. Even the criminals are, like, local celebrities. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So, Baltimore would be dope. Um, Brooklyn would be dope. Yeah. I just think that um, at this point, I think it's a matter of finding promoters who aren't afraid mm -hmm. to take a chance on something. You know what I'm saying? Because so, when I say, hey, my, my set is almost an hour, and I only want like one other opener. I'm going to bring TakeOver with me. I only want one other opener from the area. It kind of gets a little sketchy for people. But um, we were able to do two in Portland because Clue only did a couple songs. But like under normal circumstances, just for time constraints, yeah. you would only want to have like that one person to take over, do their thing, and then I do my thing. But like... Um, is this like something that you like see going forward, like as we move beyond shooting stars to something that we can continue continue to do for each project? Or absolutely, yeah. And honestly, it's I mean, because although this is the 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 jump off point, like we've had other ideas. No and, doubt. You know, I, I can't say I'm here because it kind of let the cat out of the bag. But like, yeah, no, there's been. Um, <laughs> There's been a series that if anybody is really watching your videos, if people are really listening to your music, they see a recurrence. Oh, yeah. And so what I'll say is if you know what I'm talking about, you're a true fan of Seven to Panther. And if you know what I'm talking about, there is an end game. Oh, yeah. And you're not going to see it coming. Not at all. Like, and, and because even when we talked about it, when you said the idea, I was like, oh, shit, that's dope. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Just so y'all know, y'all be seeing the videos and shit. A lot of that's not not me. All I do is rap, really. <laughs> All I do is rap. I make the song. A lot of the ideas for the video come from his brain. Like, I just be like, yeah, that's dope. Let's do it. Um, I'll add an idea here and there, but most of that stuff's not my, like, my brain just doesn't work like that. <laughs> the thing, I mean, because I'm... I'm a storyteller at heart. Like that's no that's doubt. how I got into the entertainment industry. Um, and your album tells a story. No like even if you take it track by track, like that's that's fine. But if you put everything together, there's always a story there. Um, Every time. And you know that that honestly, that's my problem with a lot of rap these days. And you know, not to sound like the old head, but storytelling got lost somewhere in the mix and mm -hmm. you know you can have you know a hit song you can you know 
there, there's a lot of bangers out there, cool, but you can't elicit a true emotion. Like you can hype somebody, right? But you can't elicit a true emotion with them without telling them a story. Thanks, man. That is the storytelling. That's the reason why when you hear it now, people are like, oh my, because it got lost in the sauce at a point. Like at a point, it was like slick Rick, Coogee rap. Uh, Big Daddy, all of these people were telling stories. Even Nas, Biggie, that whole era, people were telling stories. And it seemed like we went through a stretch of like maybe 10 years where it was like you rarely heard somebody tell a story. Yeah. A lot of it was all, I got money, I got chicks, I got chains, da 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 my car is so dope. How about you tell me the story about you going to get that car? Exactly. That's what I want to hear. Yeah. Like, tell me that. I don't like, care about your car being nice. The only... <laughs> The, the only time I, I give people a little bit of grace in not telling a story is if they're doing like a real hardcore like trap style, like right. you know, like straight banger where it's like, yo, like, cause you ain't gonna yeah. be like, yo, I killed this motherfucker on this day at this time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yo, man, you incriminating. <laughs> like, stop telling on yourself. What's, What's wrong with you? Yeah, man? so like, I understand not telling that story. <laughs> Make one up. Yeah. I mean, like Nas is probably okay, so I think Nas is the goat, mm-hmm. but but Nas is only number two on my list simply because Rakim is incredible. But in terms of the art of writing rhymes and, and just rapping, Nas is when I listen to his music, even a song that's not a story, like you were saying. I can hear the story in it. Exactly. He, he might go like eight bars and, and throw a little quick story in there, mm-hmm. and you don't realize it's a story until you go back. And then it's like, wait, this whole first four bars had nothing to do with this eight. Well, I mean, it kind of did, but like over here, he transitioned into like telling us a story. Yeah. And then he slid right back out of it and finished the verse off. That kind of MCing and that kind of artistry is sorely lacking. And it's crazy that a dude who's 49 years old is the one who's, you know, who's still able to do it. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm like, God, some of these guys are, some of the guys who sell the most records in the world weren't even alive when Nas came out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, man, y'all ain't studied this guy? Like, and just for the record, I'm going to say this, y'all get mad at me all you want to. After hearing King's Disease 1, 2, 3, and Magic, don't ever talk to me about Jay-Z, and Jay-Z being better than Nas. Don't <laughs> ever, ever, as long as you're breathing, don't do it. Um, but yeah, but man, look, shout out to Matisse Beauty Supply for yeah. once again housing us, um, you know, I'm gonna keep it a thousand with y'all. We ain't had nowhere to shoot. <laughs> they went down. Yeah. Uh, our original yeah. spot kind of closed down. Matisse always looks out. So y'all make sure y'all support uh, Matisse Beauty Supply. Su- support Panther Politics Podcast. Um, support the music. Yeah. Honestly, if. So you've heard a little bit about the show now. If you wanna see the show, let us know what areas you want us to be in. And, like, you know. Start shooting us some spots, and we'll start making the connections. Mm-hmm. But if the people say they want to see us there, that's how we're going to be able to go to the promoters and be like, "Look, people are already asking for it. Like your job is easy now." Absolutely. All so you if do you want to see the show, <laughs> you gotta let us know. Dave E said one of my favorite lines in regards to this, and I'm gonna get out of here. He said, "You want to book me? Just send me the bag and pick a date. It's easy. I'm not all <laughs> I gotta get along with. I don't like my job, people." I will come back for you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, thank you so much, hey, man. Bro. I appreciate you, bro, for everything. Oh, hey, hey. Y'all know what it is, man. Panther Politics Podcast. I'm your host, Seven and Panther. Here with my man, Gabriel Durden. Shoe Stars 2 Experience. Don't forget. Hey, One love, y'all.